0: Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994.
1: Everybody, huddle up. Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, this is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. With former Badger and NFL punter Brad Nortman. Nortman! Great call and great execution. Not a Hawkeye in sight. Here's Alex Strofe.
2: It is the Great Dane Huddle, a Monday edition, May 15th. I'm Alex Strofe live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. But today is a very special day. Today is a very special occasion because I am pleased to report to each and every one of you that The brilliant mind of Brad Nortman made it out of his back-to-back vacations in the two biggest party cities in the United States of America, Nashville to Vegas, is alive! Brad Nortman's here at the Great Dame Pub and Brewing Company in Fitchburg. It, Hi, Brad. It is good to be back. That brilliant
0: mind that you so lovingly described me as. It's still getting back up to gear, you yeah, know, I after, bet. after the sleep, lack of sleep and the having fun. <laughs> we're, we're working on it, but we are getting there, and darn it, it's good
2: to be back. So, before we get into this, because I'm, I'm honestly, I booked the entire first segment strictly to talk about your travels. I want to ask our lovely producer, Alex Gravatt, who, who as, as great as Adam Mertz was last week, we missed you. We always miss you. And him and I were kind of talking off the air a little bit. Gee, I want you to power rank the three of us, yourself, me, Brad. Who do you think would uh, be in the worst shape coming back off of a Nashville to Vegas bender Uh, from best shape to worst shape. I want your power rankings of of the three of
1: us. Coming in third place, absolutely traumatized from this extravagant time away would probably be myself. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be a great drinker. I could last all day. I could drink with the best of them, hang with the best of them. I had a night where I put down damn near 30 rack by myself. Those were bad days. Um, I've really tamed myself down a little bit. And uh, I I think at this point, that would end me. Coming in at number two, we have the man himself, Alex Strofe. I've seen him hungover at work before, and he will do it again. (laughs) He looks great, and he gets the work done, but he feels bad and coming in (laughs) at number one the only one on this panel who's currently surviving this trauma (laughs) is brad nortman brad nortman the former nfl player his body can handle anything
2: (laughs) wow incredible that was well done g well done
0: well and i will say i will say last week it was monday and i submitted my own gmail brad from las vegas that was you that was me I literally texted Alex G. And I said, do you have space for Brad from Vegas okay, so Gmail? He used
2: and, it, and I thought he was kidding. I no. thought he just was making fun of you.
0: Nope, and unfortunately, I was at dinner. I couldn't do it, but later on, I downloaded the show, listened to it. Excellent answer. So what was the Actually, question again? It was, if you had to bet one month's salary on any one singular bet in Vegas, so it could be one spin of the roulette reel, one hand in blackjack, um, one type of bet on the sports, what, what would that bet be for you? And I believe you said blackjack. I did. And uh, Adam Mertz said um, roulette wheel. He did. What
2: did did you put your one-month salary on?
0: Well, I... (laughs) I, just, I did about uh, but a fraction. Okay. But a fraction. I, I thought you were going to say one. I did about four times that. No, no, I did about a fraction of that, and I did I did a little bit of craps. and I did some blackjack. Those were the go-to's. Good choices. Uh,
2: all right, bring me up to speed, man. How are, how were the trips? What, what what'd you experience? What stood out? What was what was good about uh, y- your little bender you went on there over the course of the last two weeks? It was great. Um, both of them was a little bit of work and a little bit of play, which is kind of a nice balance. And I've got
0: two like everyday kind of person, questions to propose to you and Alex G to see what you guys I think love of that. them. So Nashville was excellent. Weather was great. Man, there's nothing like Broadway. You can walk down that street. And, it, and when we went, it was 70 degrees. Oh. They were opening all the, all the doors and all the Dude, windows. Dude, Nashville's the best. You could hear, at, at any given time, you could hear four different bands playing. And you're thinking to yourself, how are these people not signed to a label? That's just how good all of those bands are singing country music. And I love Country music. So I mean they're they're just singing all the all the ragers, everyone's having a great time. One similarity between Nashville and Vegas. Okay, Nashville I was there on Tuesday night. Vegas, it was a Monday through Friday. So every night's a weeknight. If I would have if I would take you, Alex Strofe, and I were to close your eyes, spin you around, drop there, not know what day of the week it is. I would imagine you'd say, this has got to be a Saturday night. This has got to be a Friday, Saturday yeah, night. Yeah.
2: Because but it I've been in Nashville, it so it doesn't matter.
0: But it, right. it, it doesn't matter. It, whether it be on the strip in Vegas or Broadway in Nashville, um, it just it's packed, it's crowded, and uh, it's a party every night. I couldn't believe it. But it was so much fun. On the way back from, uh, from Nashville, though, okay, direct flight from Milwaukee to Nashville. On the way back, I had to go through Charlotte, okay? So I take off from Nashville, go to Charlotte. I'm waiting there. I'm waiting there. There starts to be a bit of a panic at the gate. Okay, we're starting to, starting to board, and they're starting to say, okay, we need, we need to bump people. We, oh, boy. We need to get some flight attendants on this plane, and boarding process is starting. So they're panicking. They're starting at $600. $600 flight credit. Ooh. Is anybody wanting to take it? There's
2: kind of crickets. All right, kind time out, time out, time out, time out. Before you tell me too much. Okay. I want to know what your price is if you're listening. 844 770 3776. I want you to wait like ten minutes before you before you tell me if you did it, A, and B okay. what your price limit was. Okay. Because I think I'm taking it at six hundred. All right. Like you? I could stop you right there. Okay. I, I've always I, as a traveler, right, whenever I travel and I have a layover, or even, you know, even if it's my original destination, if you're if you're giving me an extra day of vacation because you booked the flight too full, six hundred bucks in a hotel, count me in. And I imagine it kept creeping up if there was crickets. Before do you up. tell me if you did it or not. I'll, we'll move on to Vegas. We'll yep. come back and see if we get it. Well, hold on, hold reach. on. I want to know when somebody finally took the bait. What well, number? Yeah, what was the price point? Do you remember? 1200 And was you, there more think people I that it? read it? Um, I don't want to guess yet, Brad. I don't want to guess yet. I want to hang on to this for a minute. I want people to text in what their price point would be on a layover flight. 844-770-3776 is your way into the show. This is the Great Dane Huddle. We're live at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the brilliant mind, the brilliant traveler, the former NFL and Badger punter, Brad Nortman. Move on to Vegas. Move on to
0: Vegas. Vegas was great. Mid-80s, dry heat. and Everything about it was awesome. We had a, my team and my day job. We went to a, a Barron's conference there. It's a financial publication. So, you know, during the day, they're talking stock market and you know, all, these, all these joys. Things Sounds really, like I'd fit right in. Yeah, that's right. Um, at night, though, the special guest was... Aaron Andrews. Oh! So she was a pleasant listen. And I thought, you know what? This is the perfect hire for this type of thing. Because you're talking about 75% men, 25% women, 1,000 people in this room, most of them sports and football fans. And the guys want to hear her story because, first of all, she's respected. I mean, she knows her stuff. For sure. And she is really good, and she's really respected. And all the women like her, too, right? Because they feel like they can relate and connect. So she had she had the audience kind of hanging by her words. She was awesome. And then the rest of the week, Lexi and I stayed a couple extra days. Did a little bit of gambling, a little bit of walking around, a little pool time. Oh boy! We, we went and saw um, we went and saw O, which is a circus Olay show. Okay. And, I, and I think I think I'm an athlete, Strofe. Those are some athletes up there. You're Those an athlete too. Real athlete. Give yourself, yourself you. some credit. And so then the other thing we saw, which was earmarked as a special occasion, was the we saw the Dixie Chicks. The, really? Yes. They so, go by just the chicks now, right? That's, that's true. That's true. Whatever your flavor is, they, they are just the chicks. There was nothing that said Dixie. But I, I think for, for people to know what I'm Yeah, I don't understand why chicks, that
2: changed, but there's probably something I don't understand. Yeah. Go on.
0: So um, Lexi grew up loving them. Uh, and I like them, too. They're a great country band. We went there. So we went to this, this, this cool theater. It was in uh, Planet Hollywood. Amazing sound. Absolutely amazing sound. 7,000-person arena. And it was totally sold out. Now, let me ask you this. This is another question I have that Lexi and I noticed. Okay. Okay, we had the pit, and then there's, you know, two sections of seats, right? So we were, this is a special occasion, right? This is one of Lexi's favorite bands growing up. Yep. And we got front row, middle. Okay? Great seats. Great seats. Now, they come out and start playing some bangers, and we're, we're standing on our feet, right? We look around, and 80% of the people are sitting down.
2: Is that, is that more of a Vegas show thing, or is that... See, that's what I was going to ask you. Is that the because, chick's crowd? Because
0: there were pockets of, of pretty you know, interested chicks fans that were, were on there. How do you phrase that? How do you exactly phrase that? The way you um, just did. That was spot on. So then they were standing up, but I, we, I kind of felt bad. I'm not a short man. And so I was no, standing up blocking multiple people's view, but darn it, they were playing the bangers and we had to stand up. So we were kind of sitting down. Not, you're on the, in the right here.
2: Is that your question?
0: Yeah, so yeah, you're are, in the are right. we in the right? Are yeah. we in the right?
2: Look, it's the same debate that we always have during the Packers season, right? And I, I don't know how many Packers games you've attended as a fan, because obviously you played in the NFL for a long time. Um, but uh, the older crowd at Packers games typically will tell you, Hey, sit down! And, and I went to the Marquette-Badger game this past year at Fiserv, and I was in like the seventh row. This game's going to overtime. Some older gentleman pulls on my sweatshirt to make me to sit. And I turned around and I said, A, don't touch me. And B, we're about to go to overtime. I'm standing. Yeah, Move if you don't like it, right? And I think I was a little bit less nice than, than I just presented. But I, um, I think you're in the right. You paid for a concert. A concert is about dancing and, and vibing and having fun. I think you should stand. It's, it's hard to really get into the music when you're sitting back and reclining. Particularly
0: right. one like, I've heard this song for 20 years, love it, all that kind of stuff. What's your favorite so, Dixie Chick song? Ooh, they have some good ones. I'm going to go
2: with... I am going to go with Cowboy Take Me Away. That's a good one. Gee, you know what to do. We'll, we'll play that on the, uh, the, before the next segment. But I, I uh, yeah. So I, I, I think it was a bit of a Vegas thing because the people sitting next to us, you know, you could
0: just tell they were some high rollers. And they were talking that they kind of just scored the ticket. I don't know if it was a comp. I don't
2: know what so it was. So they're not even there to have fun. Yeah, I mean, you could tell they liked the music, but they, you know, they was kind of, it was, it was casual, very but you, casual. You and Lexi were there to have fun and listen to the Dixie Chicks That's and right. dance and have a good night.
0: That's right. And we were standing up, and, you know, I will say the songs that, you know, were newer, that we didn't really know as much or whatever, we sat down, we tried to, like, let everybody have their view. But, man, when one of those bangers came on, you know we were standing up. You know it. So I didn't know, like, are we in the wrong? Are they in the wrong? This is a concert, you know?
2: So, yeah, no, you're on the right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Nortmans on this one. Yeah, uh, but it's a good question. It's a fair question, especially because you said 80 percent of the audience. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was, that's uh, weird. It was
0: staggering. That's
2: got to be a Vegas thing, and right? It, because like they do the, I, I forget the exact word, but they the residencies is that what it's yeah. called? Where, where they're doing, and I don't know if this is the case with with who you saw, but. I know a lot of bands and artists will do the residencies. So it's typically like the demographic swings older. Yes. Whereas in the case of the Dixie Chicks, though, like you've got to be the sweet spot. You're, you're in your low 30s, right? right. So, um, and I might be being generous there, but no. nonetheless. You nailed it. Thank you. Right. You're wrong. <laughs> um, I look my age. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, yeah. So and it it, it, it was
0: tilting older. So I think we thought that maybe 25% of the crowd was... We're in Vegas. We gotta do something other than gamble. Maybe we've already seen a lot of the other shows. Let's go see the Dixie Chicks, and they were they were a two week residency, so a very brief one. Okay, but, but enough so that you know maybe you can't cr- you know cram all extreme fans into one sure. into one concert. Sure. So,
2: so uh, I have a question, and this is just a random Vegas question, and we'll get back to your Charlotte story. <laughs> is Rod Stewart on? Uh, a, a residency in, in Vegas because I feel like if, if anybody's on a residency <laughs> in Vegas, Rod Stewart Rod fits, Stewart. Fits the bill. Yeah, does he not? I,
0: I could see it. I could see it. He, he, would, he would cater to a certain type of crowd. I don't think he was. I didn't see any advertisements for Rod Stewart. And you know what? I think the thing is now, I was seeing a bunch of advertisements for seasonal residencies, right? Okay. After, um, after the Dixie Chicks at this concert venue, Miranda Lambert was going to be there for three months. And then after her is going to be Keith Keith Urban for three months. Brad, so. I nailed this.
2: You did not. Rod Stewart in Vegas for a residency in May of twenty twenty three, which oh, is right now. Yeah, and November of 2023. Come on, he just he just hits me as We're, a Vegas okay, residency guy. Let me.
0: I didn't. I didn't look at the screen. I want to. I am going to guess what casino he's playing at. <laughs> what do I think would be a good Ooh, okay? I got to turn the Rod Stewart here. casino or hotel he would be at. I think, I think he would be at. Mm.
2: give me uh give me new york new york Uh, i stayed there uh as a a child fun fact rode the roller coaster okay right very very cool roller coaster it's incorrect it's incorrect it's actually just caesar's Caesar's palace caesar's palace caesar's palace okay that that feels pretty on brand rod
1: stewart had a christmas album come out when i was in high school and it it is the only reason I truly know who Rod Stewart really? was. Really?
2: Yes, but the he's reason he's just like, like an old pop star. Too. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I, pop stars, aware, probably too. It's pop, essentially
1: but. the Love Actually storyline, but but ignore that. Rod Stewart's slogan for this album was "More, more tracks, more Rod," and I will never forget <laughs> that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> more tracks, more oh, lawn. Yeah, that's not a at all. volume game. All right, uh, let's get to this before we hit a break. Brad <laughs> Nortman uh, had a layover in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, we need to keep in mind, Brad Nortman played a majority of his NFL career in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's correct. So I imagine it played into your decision. I'm going to say, you gave me the hint, $1,200, you took it. I took it. Originally, so the flight to Milwaukee was
0: supposed to leave at like five thirty okay. and the next flight was supposed to leave at eleven. So I thought, okay, not bad. I'm gonna So you made twelve hundred bucks and it was only five extra hours. There's more. There's more. That was the original plan. All of a sudden, bang, that flight got pushed back to 12.30. So you're talking about a 2 a.m. land time and fear that the flight doesn't even take off. That's kind of how it works, right? It starts getting delayed earlier in the day. So me and the four other people that are going to Milwaukee are starting to think about what our other options are. Who knows that city better than Brad Norman? That's right. So we're talking. We're talking. It's like two other guys that are my age and another girl that's my age. And um, we start asking, there's a flight into O'Hare at like 6.30. So we fly into O'Hare. We all share an Uber back to uh, back to General. You took Mitchell. an Uber with strangers from Chicago yes. to Green Bay. We were oh, a li- me, Milwaukee. Yes, we were a little concerned when we called the Uber. No one would accept it. This one lady accepted. It. She was loving life. We were having fun with her in the car. We we're chatting. We we're loving it. And Shut she, up. she took an Uber from O'Hare to Milwaukee, and we all split it. And we were like, "How much was it?" I think it was like hundred and ten dollars each total. Shut up! Whoa. Yes, it was under forty dollars each. I couldn't believe it. It was maybe like something like thirty bucks each. What a deal, right? So I so twelve hundred dollar flight credit, one hour delay. Not even the five like I thought. You made and, a lot and of a casu- money in a casual Uber ride from uh, O'Hare to Milwaukee, which isn't a bad ride. Not a bad ride.
2: Northern Chicago to
0: Whoa. Southern. Oh, it was a night. I felt like I was just that is
2: wheeling a story. and dealing left and right. And you, But you know Brad Nortman. He's a, he's a, he's a financial guy, right? Like He's, he's g- very good with his money. He's very modest. He won't tell us that, but I will. So you, you're ultimately thinking, hey, I'm going to Vegas next week with a <laughs> brand right. in my pocket. That's right. That's right. All my gambling losses paid for in that decision. And that's why we call him (laughs) the brilliant mind of Brad Nortman. I'm Alex Strove. It is the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. Alec Gravatt, the down back in the Everlight Solar Studio in the Spark Building downtown Madison. All right, we're going to get into uh, some Packers talk next, maybe, unless Brad has more stories for us, which I'm sure he has plenty. But I think we're going to pivot to Packers, Mason Crosby, all the drama surrounding him, And what his wife tweeted over the weekend. We'll get into that next. It's the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh.
1: Reaction to the football weekend continues. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand.
2: Huddle rolling on live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the brilliant mind of Brad Nortman. And we are just getting ready to order some food from the wonderful Great Dane Pub. Four locations in the Madison area right here in Pittsburgh. There's one right downtown, Madison, one on the east side, and one in the Hilldale area. We love all four of them because they've all got the great beer, they've got the great food, they've got the great atmosphere, they've got the great energy, they've got the TVs with the games on. Everything's great as uh, the Brewers are going to have their first pitch here against the Cardinals in a few minutes. That's on every TV here at the Great Dane Pub. Can't go wrong at any four locations. GreatDanePub.com is the website. GreatDanePub.com for the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. I revealed something to you in the break that uh, you you, uh, you thought was interesting. You, you
0: did. You in passing, you said very quickly. Yep. Um, I said I slept on an air mattress last night. I did. And I said, "Okay," thinking like maybe maybe a, a fight uh, with, with Taylor or something <laughs> like that. And then you said, "Oh no, it was before I could even ask." That's how that's how great mindset. Like, well, I, I, right well there. I saw your I saw your eyes. So so yeah, I was like, no, like, no, no, on. no, no, no. Yeah, Taylor was right there with me. So I said, "You just both voluntarily slept on an air mattress." We have a perfectly good bed right there. So I was like, there has to be more to the story. So, is there more to this story other than, hey, we should just sleep on an air mattress tonight? Because an air mattress, by yourself, it's already not that great. With somebody else, upon movement, you are literally yeah. like a blob, right? Like you yeah, have that, that was blob that you, at, at a lake and you, some, one person jumps on, the other person goes off. It is that type of effect. So, there has to be more to this story.
2: Yeah, honestly, though, there's really not. Um, so, I, I guess there was a little bit, right? So, like, yesterday was Sheets Day. So, we were washing okay. the sheets. And we were kind of out and about. Uh, my girlfriend's mom was in town for Mother's Day, and, and her brother graduated college this weekend, so we were out and about kind of all day. And, you know, our sheets, so I, we get home from everything, and i got to be honest with you, I'm just terribly hungover. And because Friday and Saturday, right, big party days for, for Taylor's brother, who's, who's a great friend of mine as well. And uh, so we were celebrating, right, all weekend. And you only graduate college once, uh, or in his case, it's going to be like twice or three times because he's very smart. And... Uh, But this is the first time. So we were out, you know, we were drinking, we were partying, and, um, you know, so I was hurting a little bit. And so our sheets are in the washer. I'm like, well, I can't really nap on a naked bed. Mm. So I blew up the air mattress. Uh, I was laying on there, and I was like, you know what? This thing's actually pretty damn comfy. And we've got a uh, humble brag here incoming. (laughs) got an 80-inch TV in the living room. And so I'm laying on this air mattress staring at this 80-inch TV like, I feel like I'm, like, in, what, what do they call it, VR? Yeah, Like, it's right, right in my face. I'm watching, uh, I, I was watching a little bit of basketball yesterday and then a, a little bit of baseball. Um, and then I, I threw on just, like, Sports Center. I was like, well, this is wild. So I ended up yeah. just sleeping out in the living room on an air mattress last night. I woke up this morning about, I don't know, six thirty, seven 7 o'clock. And I was like, yeah, I got some work to do. I'll throw on uh, Get Up on ESPN. So I threw on Get Up. I have my laptop on my lap. I'm, I'm sitting, on this, um, sitting on this air mattress having a cup of tea. And it's just like, whoa, this is actually a life-changing experience. Wow. So that, that's the story. That's all there is to it.
0: Well, little did you know, you're giving me the sell that whenever we, uh, whenever we, we extend Great Day Great and Huddle into a late Monday night, I need a place to stay. I'm putting my name on Alex Stroff's air mattress. Well, I have a
2: guest room, too. For the oh, record. you do? I, well, I have a guest room. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. So we chose the living room over the guest room. Okay. Um, I see.
1: I don't know but, why. But there's, Actually, but there's no, now there, there's no now additional bed in the guest oh, room. Oh, no, there is. You, you chose the bed. air
0: mattress in the living room with a perfectly made good bed in the guest room. Yeah, that's correct. Boy, you're an animal. Uh, and, well, and, and, and how would you rate your sleep?
2: Uh, normal. Normal. So I don't know what's normal. You, Seven you out of ten? a hard sleeper? Yeah, I mean, when I knock out, I knock out pretty good. But I don't really sleep a lot. Um, so I'm probably averaging somewhere between four and six hours a night. Okay. It's probably about what I got last night. Okay. Uh, when I woke up this morning, though, obviously two people on an air mattress, it deflated quite a bit. <laughs> yes, it tends but to do that. I didn't know this. I've never blown up this air mattress. It's We bought it, I don't know, shortly after we moved into this apartment, so less than a year ago, but within the last probably nine months. And I've never blown it up. I didn't realize it was one that you like, there was a cord already attached to the air mattress. You plug in the cord and then you just twist a knob Those and it are starts blowing up. A
0: brilliant, so brilliant So This invention.
2: morning at, at 6 30, once the lady's up and getting ready for work, I'm like, oh, I could probably sleep for another 45 minutes, an hour. So I just plug it in, I blow it back up, and I go right back to sleep. Wow. And uh, yeah, so it was quite the air mattress experience for me last night in my living room. A but- modern marvel. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate that. (laughs) All right, let's get into uh, some real sports talk. We're 26 minutes into the program on ESPN Madison. We have not talked a lick of sports Football! Football! (laughs) Let's get into it. Uh, So uh, a story from over the weekend uh, is that the Packers go ahead and and sign uh, Simone Biles' husband, who's a safety. Mm -hmm. And Simone Biles, of course, the Olympic gymnast, one of the greatest Olympians of, of the modern day. And she put out on Twitter... You know, just asking for recommendations as they signed her husband, Jonathan Owens. And Molly Crosby, the wife of, of course, the longtime Packers kicker over the course of the last 16 years, Mason Crosby, tweets the following uh, in response to Simone Biles asking for recommendations in the city of Green Bay in which I grew up And I have not sent Simone my recommendations yet, by the way. I still will. Yes. Uh, Molly says, sad we will miss you. We just ended a 16-year run with the team. That being said, I've got stuff I need to share with you, blah, 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 blah. We just ended a 16-year run with the team. Now, you can go ahead and say, yeah, we kind of already knew that considering the Packers drafted a kicker in the sixth round and Anders Carlson, but Molly Crosby goes ahead and verifies that on Twitter and then deletes the tweet. So that says to me, well, nobody's made the official, hey, thank you, Mason Crosby promo video that's going to be posted on the Packers' social media yet, but... It's all but done as they draft a the kicker in the sixth round. Now, now, Brad, when I actually saw this, and when I, in fact, when I saw that the Packers drafted a kicker, I thought of my good friend Brad Dortman. Mm. Um, not quite the sim- same situation, but a similar one, right? As you were in Jacksonville in, in correct me if I'm wrong here, 2018 draft? Uh, that's correct. And that's correct. you were under contract, unlike Mason Crosby is with the Packers, but you were under contract with the Jaguars, and they drafted a punter. Mm-hmm. and ultimately left, left to you being released in a really inopportune time and ultimately the end of your NFL career. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious on your perspective on everything with Mason Crosby, obviously a legendary run. He's the all-time leading scorer in Packers history, 16 years with the team. But uh, not an ideal way to uh, be shown the door, A, and B, obviously with your wife kind of letting the cat out of the bag, even though you could already come to the conclusion of it. Still, uh, Still kind of an odd ending for Mason Crosby. It is odd, and,
0: and when I saw the headline and the, the talking point that Molly had said something on Twitter, um, I thought it was going to be a bit more harsh. So when I actually saw what it was, I thought, okay, she's meeting this in good spirits to Simone Biles, and it, it wasn't as, as harsh as I thought because we've, we've seen that before, right, where wives go scorched earth and totally. you know, let them have it, and a lot of times rightfully so. Um, it, it is too bad. He, he has an incredible career with the Packers, right? I mean, he's, he's going to be a Packer Hall of Famer, um, points record holder, and it, it's hard as a veteran. You lose your ability to sort of see what's next, right? A lot of times in your whole upbringing, right, it's like, I'm in this stage, this is what's next. I'm in this stage, this is what's next. High school football, and then it's you know senior year, next is college, and then you do college, and then next is pros. There's always a natural next step, and when you're the veteran and they draft a guy, and when they draft a guy in the sixth round, that's a pretty clear message that he's going to be our guy. And barring something cataclysmic or just a terrible effort and a terrible uh, production by him, we're going to go with him. And, and even with that being said, a draft pick will have – there will be more patience with him. There will be more patience with him. So Mason probably already knows. They've probably already told him. But I'm guessing they said something like this, which is just classic NFL and its classic teams wanting to keep their options open. They probably said, Mason, we're going to go young. We're kind of starting to retool, rebuild, however you want to describe this new era for the Packers. And you're amazing. We want you to stay ready because we just don't know. We just don't know, and it would not be unprecedented for this guy to struggle, and you bring in Mason to finish out the year, or somebody like that. So that's why, as a veteran, it's so cloudy, and I'm sure Mason and Molly are going through this right now, because there's no next natural step. You don't know how it's going to go. He's probably going to be on the short list of guys that when somebody struggles or gets hurt, he'd be a great, reliable kicker to call in and be able to um, be be confident that he's going to go out there and, and make some field goals. So... I'm, I'm sure they're going through it. And do you keep your place in Green Bay? Do you move? I know they they live long term in, in Texas. Do you go down to Texas? So it's it's a challenging time. And here's the other thing: I've heard people say, "Well, he's played 16 years. Like, what is what is there more to show? What what more does he have to prove? Um, boy, that that competitive spirit never goes away. It never does. And I I remember. Uh, J.J. Jansen, our friend of the show, J.J. Jansen, <laughs> um, talking to when he was young. It's the Panthers' long snapper. That's right. Yeah, okay, I should, I should. I thought everybody knew that. Yeah, right. Um, talking to John Casey. And John Casey is in his low 40s. He played 22 seasons. And even then, even when John Casey played 20-plus seasons, there's still uh a competitive juice there's still a bit of a healthy anxiety there's still a bit of competitive spirit that you just cannot get rid of and there's an eagerness to stick around i don't think anybody wants to is eager to or elects on their own terms i'm going to walk away usually it's the league that retires them or it's your body that says you can no longer do this the way that you know you want to do this. So I'm, I'm making you do it. So to have that as a kicker and a specialist, it's ultra hard because you can extend it for quite a while. So that, that, that was my reaction to it was it's, I'm not surprised that they let Mason walk, given this draft pick. He is going through extreme uncertainty like he's never had before because you just don't know. He might, he might play. He might never play again. It might be for the Packers. It might be for a different team. And I don't think there's any part of him that sits back, kicks his feet up, and says, you know what? I had a good run. I'm pretty content. That's just not how he's wired. You can't get to that level and have that mindset. You just can't switch it off. So um, to me, I, I believe that Mason will be kicking throughout the year. He'll be staying ready, he'll be having plenty of workouts. And if I don't I don't think the Packers are gonna be the kind of team to have a short leash with this draft pick. I think they're gonna let their young talent grow. But it wouldn't surprise me if they told them, Hey, just in case, don't sell your house just
2: yet. Dude, that's so good. And obviously, you have such a unique perspective on that. And I just want to ask one follow up on your experience because you'd mentioned this early on in what you were saying. And that was essentially, you know, the team telling you to stay ready as a veteran, although you're not under contract, right? Because you were really shortly, like two days after the draft, if I'm not mistaken, when they drafted a punter in 18. This is the Jacksonville Jaguars we're talking about. Is that what they said to you? Stay ready, essentially, in case he struggles? Yes. And I have a story that goes along with that. Yeah. It's a great story. So,
0: um, Draft happens, and they draft uh, the punter. Um, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. It um, goes against everything they would told me throughout the year and in the off season, and I get released the next Monday. And they said, look, stay ready. We don't know how this is going to go. He's a young kid. You know how young kids are. You know, So just be ready. Be in game form. Keep your phone by you. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. I will. See you later type of thing. Right. Right. But you do, right? Because immediately other teams are interested, you're getting tryouts, and you're staying in that rhythm. Um, Even throughout the season, you're getting calls and tryouts from other teams. I have a friend that lives in Fort Lauderdale. Lexi and I. So usually, Tuesday is the day of the week that new players are signed in game week, right? You play the game. Monday, you kind of reset. And whether it be struggling or injuries or whatever, you have tryouts on Monday or Tuesday, and then you get signed Tuesday night. So... By the time, like, Friday hits, rosters are set. You're not expecting anything. So we go down to Fort Lauderdale. We actually go down to the Keys for the weekend for just, like, a day. Um, So we're in Key Largo, and I get a call from my agent on a Saturday afternoon. Said, I don't know if I should share this, but basically Logan, um, the punter, the rookie punter at the time, um, cut his toe on something in his home Saturday morning, and they don't know if he can play. Could you make it? tonight to play tomorrow if you need to. They're, they say they will sign you if you can't play. And I said absolutely. And I'm, I'm like, I don't tell them I'm not in Jacksonville but I'm like, I hang up the phone, I'm like guys we need an exit plan right now. They're like we're going we're gonna to know about four hours. You can go through a medical thing, we'll know about four hours. So we're planning on how to get back up there, all that kind of stuff. I get a call about an hour and a half later and said they're going to stitch it up, they're going to tape it up. He's already lightly tapped on it, they're going to be okay. But it was that close. It no was that close. No kidding. Yes. To play one game. But sometimes it's all—it's all that's needed to just get back. Absolutely. Into it. So that was a what exactly type of situation. Who knows? Who knows? Who has, these guys can get injured, struggle, whatever. And sometimes it's just hot air. Other times it's legitimate, where it's like you need to stay ready because you need a proven commodity, somebody that you know. So it yeah, is—it's it's just not unprecedented, and things like that happen behind the scenes.
2: Now it's so tough, though. I mean, as, as a specialist, especially right, and, and that's so it's so unique. I, I didn't know that part of the story before, so I'm, I'm a little blown away right yeah. now, right? I knew a lot of it, and, and we've talked plenty about it in the past. But, wow, I didn't know that wrinkling. Yeah, and that interesting wrinkle. That sucks. And you're, you're, So, you're where, so where, close. where were you when you got the call an hour and a half later? Because you weren't in Key Logger anymore, were you?
0: We were starting to move. We were already up to Fort Lauderdale at that point. And then, oh, like, figuring it. out ways to get back. And then once we said, you know, no go, we just stayed the night in Fort Lauderdale. But we, we could have been back by, like, 630 that night and plenty of Holy time for meeting Holy crap, Brad.
1: Wow. Uh, but, well, that,
0: but that's where it goes, right? I mean, you, you have the competitive spirit, Totally, You want to play, and then you're just like, you're this close. You're this close so yeah. often. And then when you feel like I can taste it again, it gets just snatched back away.
2: Damn. I mean, but that's why I wanted to ask you about it, because you have, you have obviously such a unique perspective, especially on the Mason Crosby scenario, right? I mean, I know punters and kickers aren't the same, but it's a specialist. It's mm-hmm. a specialist position, and, and Crosby has done it at such a high level for so long. For the same organization it's just such a unique situation it is. but drafting a kicker is the ultimate tell it is and i know that's that's how how your your story went down so i was so fascinated to get your perspective on that and i appreciate you being so open to sharing it uh he's brad nortman i'm alex strofe we're running we're running way late here on the great Dane huddle but we're running late to hear a story like that we'll play a shortened edition of gmail right after this it's the great Dane huddle live from the great Dane pub and brewing company in fitchburg Great Dane Huddle rolling on live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. I'm Alex Strofe alongside. You know, I love calling you the brilliant mind, but I usually say that to, like, poke fun at you. The last segment, if you missed it, Brad Nortman shared the best perspective you're going to hear from anybody on the face of the planet Earth on the Mason Crosby situation uh, with the Green Bay Packers. So if you missed any of that, go subscribe to the Great Dane Huddle podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Wisconsin on demand, the Wisconsin on demand app. Uh, Brad, really good perspective. Uh, on that, because he had, he had a similar situation happen to him with what's going on with Mason Crosby. So if you missed any of that, I, I, I encourage you to go find that. But now it's time to get a lot less serious because it's time to play everybody's favorite segment on ESPN Madison. It's time to answer the questions everybody asks Alex G. It's time for Gmail.
1: You've got mail. So last week, there was a lot of talk, right? There was a lot of talk about one thing in particular, and that was Bo Jackson's hiccups. Um, so yeah, which got, I have right now, ironically. Go oh, on. Well, that's unfortunate. Logan in Duluth chimes in. He, he asks me, so referencing these hiccups, one of the things, the methods that he tried to get rid of the hiccups with was smelling a porcupine's ass.
2: <laughs> that's a direct quote. As well. That is
1: a direct quote. How how on earth do you get close enough to a porcupine's ass, Brad? <laughs>
0: Alex, G, I think you're gonna have bigger problems than hiccups after you <laughs> uh inc- after you experience <laughs> uh, a porcupine like that. I give me the hiccups any day. I'll take a I'll take a day's worth of hiccups as opposed to two minutes with my nose behind a, a porcupine's behind. I want none of that. Porcupines are fierce too. You ever seen those quills? No joke. And I don't I don't think that's even getting rid of your hiccups either. There are other better uh, at-home remedies. Yeah, I Stroke, mean, Go
2: try it. I, I, I honestly would, right? Because as you mentioned, G, Bo Jackson's been dealing with the hiccups for almost a year consistently. And Boy. so I'm willing to try anything if I'm in that boat. And, and that includes, and I quote, smelling a porcupine's ass, right? Like I would do whatever it takes to get rid of those damn things because clearly peanut butter's not working, spooking new's not working, uh, drinking water and hoping your breath isn't working, laying upside down's not working. Has he seen professionals about this? He probably should. Yeah. Uh, and he, he, he has, yes. Okay. I think he had surgery on Friday or was going to get some sort of medical procedure done on Friday.
1: Yeah, but that was just to remove the quills, <laughs> I think.
2: Good old Jake. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I would do it. I, I just, I, I don't know. To answer your question, I have no idea. I don't know that I've ever encountered a porcupine. They're not really native to Wisconsin. You got mail? No, I don't think they
1: are. Uh, they are actually. There are park oh. pines in. Shut Madison. up! Really? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I had a handful like of in, friends. Like in the Henry Vilas Zoo, or um... well, yeah, there. But like, I had a I had a handful of friends whose like dogs would bite them and just have to go to the vet. And one friend who's had one dog and it's happened like four times. Oh wow! Instigator. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Dumb dog. <laughs> yeah, fair. I love it, but a dumb dog. A lot right. of them are,
2: though. Like, I You've love dogs as much as the next guy, but they're not the smartest creatures.
1: Cammy and Madison jumping on the same train. Rank these inconveniences, though, is her thought. Hiccup, bloody nose, a foot falling asleep, brain freeze, or biting your cheek, Alex Strofe.
2: All right, I don't have a notepad in front of me. Can you rattle that off one more time?
1: Hiccups, bloody nose, Foot falling asleep, brain freeze, biting your cheek.
2: All right, so rank them one to five? Correct. In, in like, most inconvenient to least inconvenient? Uh, yes, we'll do that. All one. right, the, the most inconvenient is is by far the hiccups. Um, now, this is also coming from a guy that doesn't have a lot of experience with bloody noses. So uh, that's probably going to be lower, whereas, gee, I know y- you are a frequent... Uh, (laughs) nosebleed so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one hiccups most inconvenient number two brain freeze I hate brain freeze Uh, number three let's go biting and now let's go foot asleep then bloody nose biting cheek is the least inconvenient because I don't think you can really avoid it a lot of the times so hiccups most inconvenient Biting cheek, least inconvenient.
0: Okay, I like that rankings. I'm going to go with things. So, inconvenient, I think of things that can just utterly cripple you. So, a brain freeze will cripple me. So, that's a one. Give me that for most inconvenient. Two, foot falling asleep. Three, bloody noses. I I do tend to get more bloody noses than not. So, I I agree with you. I always say when that happens, hiccups and then biting cheeks. You're you're,
2: you're not a frequent hiccup guy, are you? I'm not. I am I get them a lot. Like, not at Bo Jackson level where I've had them for a year straight, but probably twice or three times a week I'll get the hiccups. No way. Yeah, just kind of like, and it'll be short spans, right? Like I said I do during the segment. I think they're already gone, but now that I've said that, I'm going to get one in the middle of the segment. So, yeah, I, I, I get a lot of hiccups and I just hate them. They bother me a lot and I don't know how to get rid of them until they just finally disappear. I will say the lack of a quick remedy for hiccups is a big problem because what I said, brain freeze and football asleep,
0: you just need 30 quick seconds. If well, that. brain freeze, just put
2: the tongue on the top of the m- roof of the mouth. And yeah, you're
0: good. it's a painful, painful 15 seconds. Do you seconds.
2: eat a lot of ice cream?
0: Yeah, I do eat a, a good amount of ice cream. I like ice cream. I, I do, mean, too, what's, what's but I don't lot? eat it that much. What's a lot? More than twice a week? Yeah,
2: more than twice a week. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, how much are we talking? Uh, I would say, like, every other night. But we, we eat pretty healthy ice cream. You what know? does that
2: mean? <laughs> like,
0: low sugar, low calorie. Oh. Dude, <laughs> low you're carb. like,
2: what are you, 32, 33 years old? 33. You can't, you can eat ice cream. now. every once Dude, in a while you we made, will. But at the frequency You made a living which... in the NFL for six years. You're allowed to eat unhealthy for, 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 for sure. once in a while. And, and for sure
0: I do sometimes. But the frequency at which I eat ice cream, I got to make it healthy. Because then I wouldn't look like the the hulking figure that I am.
1: <laughs> real real use, nice. Use yeah, that's, that's a good time to take a break.
2: <laughs> He's the hulking figure, Brad Nortman. I am the wise Alex Strofe. This is The Great Dane Huddle. We'll wrap it up after this. The Great Dane Huddle rolling on live from The Great Dane Pup and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. I'm Alex Strofe alongside my great friend. The brilliant mind of Brad Nortman. Got to tell you quick about my friends over at Condon Jewelers. Not even my friends. Singular my friend, Diamond Jim. He's the best in the business, man. He owns Condon Jewelers. He's in the store every single day, seven days a week, ready to help you. Whether you're looking to take the next step in your relationship, you're looking to get that ring for your special someone, or you're looking to treat yourself. I mean, I know Mother's Day was yesterday, but if you maybe dropped the ball a little bit, go make it up at Condon Jewelers. Diamond Jim can help you out. If you're looking to treat yourself, take that next step or, or anything in between, he's got you covered over at Condon Jewelers. The jeweler on the east side, the jeweler on your side. Online, condonjeweler.com. Watches, rings, necklaces, earrings, anything you need, Condon Jewelers has her back. They're the best in the business. And Diamond Jim, the most knowledgeable guy in the business. Again, that website, condonjeweler, at singular, condonjeweler.com. Brad Nortman, we've got like three and a half minutes left. Uh, what would you leave out from your excursions to Nashville and Vegas that we didn't get to? Anything? Oh, man. Let's see. How would you gamble? We didn't talk about that. Um, did, you, did you win money? or lose money?
0: Not great. I, I lost a couple hundred bucks. Nothing too crazy. Okay. Here's the thing, though. You know, I go into gambling knowing it's going to be a losing venture. Correct. Right? So I know that, like, the dollars I'm putting on the table, I'm likely going to eat, lose. The problem is there would be times, more often than I'd like, where I'd sit down at the blackjack table, and it would be like... Real quick. Eight
2: hands. What's the minimum at the blackjack table you're sitting at per hand?
0: I, I look for $15 hands. that's, okay, like the, that's the, not the bad lowest, at all. That's thing. not Most bad at all. over 25 you had to fish out $15 tables. Meanwhile, though, there are people that are putting up, I mean, I'm not kidding, $300, 400 oh, yeah. per hand, yeah. like these massive stacks at the same table I'm at. I'm thinking, where are these people getting all this money? This money, it's unbelievable. I mean, Lexi and I were joking the whole time. We're coming on the heels of a financial thing, and have all the financial pundits were like oh recession's coming recession's coming if you're wa- if you're walking around vegas there are no signs of a recession yeah that there are sounds no, about right. right that sounds about right. um but yeah so that was my go-to i try to just do the minimums and um what what hurts is i would like my hundred dollars to stretch the course of an hour you win some you lose some you end up down i'm okay with it what i hate is when you lose like six straight hands and then the dealer says okay sorry
2: son you're out and it's been Five minutes. That's what's most frustrating. Yeah, that's fair. I've, but, I've been there. Uh, I was in Atlantic City last summer, and uh, twenty five dollar minimum at the blackjack mm-hmm. table. Couldn't find a fifteen dollar table, and uh, so I, you know I sat down with what two hundred bucks, four minutes. Yeah. See you later. Right? Like it's just like it's. I love blackjack, and and uh, I was at I was at Scannie Bar, which found out something cool about ESPN Madison. Our logos are on the cups at Scotty Bar. Oh. I don't know that I've ever been in there. Um, so that was my first time in Scotty Bar. Blackjack machine. I am a um, I'm a fiend, I think would be the good a word fiend. choice. I'm a fiend wow. for the blackjack machines. Okay. Uh, i burn burned 30 bucks in again like 10 minutes. Okay. Um, now you can be a little bit more conservative, right? Bet a dollar a hand. But you know, if I go up 3 bucks, I'm betting all 3 bucks. And that, you know, so uh, I'm not good at blackjack, I don't think, but I love it. It's so fun. It is
0: so fun. It really is. I'll tell you what. There's something about being in the casino, man. The energy, the lights. It must be triggering something in the human brain to just make you want to just get in there. Because it, it, I don't know. Because as I sit here today, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I have a huge urge to gamble and put my money on the table. But darn it, when you're walking through a
2: casino, it's it's really hard not to stop. I want
0: to put some money on that table right there. It's
2: really hard not to stop. I'll I'll ask you this uh, before we wrap up. Any sports bets? Because you're allowed to do that now. Uh, I am. You're not in the NFL, and you haven't been for a few years. So I think you're out, I think you're in the clear. They may still put you on a not able to punt list, right? Uh, but I think I think you're you're actually eligible for the Hall of Fame this year, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. That's now, what we should, w- should, will they put you on the ballot? <laughs> I mean,
0: if they want if they want to create a stir, if they want it, Ray Guy, Brad Nortman. how about that for the yeah. winners in the hall? How of many?
2: Fame? Yeah, is it just, just Ray, Ray guy? guy? Just Ray Guy? Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you'll be in the college football hall of fame someday, but I I would shoot for the Brookfield Central Hall of Fame at this point, my W. UW. I mean, that, that seems like a long. Shot I'll start
2: too. the campaign, Attaboy. Nonetheless, Brad, you're the best man. Appreciate man, your insight tonight. Good to get this back with the, you. The We're best. back on the regular schedule. I don't think there's any uh, impromptu trips to Nashville or Vegas <laughs> happening anytime soon. But I'm we, back. We will keep you posted. <laughs> These, are Brad Nortman. Big thanks to Alex G. for holding it down in the Everlight Solar Studio. I'm Alex Stroke. This is Ben, the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in Pittsburgh.